That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, is Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is a man that, while well, I was doing something, and then he got up out of his chair and smacked the shit out of me. JC! I mean, you deserved it. I mean, you just... You, every week, Nestlemania, come on this program and say at least one, probably at least two things, that deserve a good old slap in the face, so... Keep Mandy Rose out your fucking mouth! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, so we had a discussion. Uh, it's a big week for everybody. It's not. It's WrestleMania. It, it's fucking WrestleMania. Let's go. Right. Yeah. It's a big week. Let's go. There's a lot of wrestling. You like Impact. You like ROH. You like AEW. I mean, you like the Hall of Fame. You like the Indies. You are gonna be at. You didn't even mention NXT and WrestleMania. I know, right? It's just like all you know. There's just so much shit. So we're gonna abandon ship this week. We're gonna do something completely different, and we're just gonna preview and pick. That's what we're gonna do, folks. We're gonna spend our time on all 15 of these puppies, as well as NXT, as well as AEW, because honestly, we thought that SmackDown and Raw kind of sucked. Yeah, if we did do Shine this week, we'd be talking about hair and Roman Reigns. So, you know, that's just a typical week, but uh, from the JC household, at least. But uh, no, um, we're actually, so I'm going to throw you a serve in WrestleMania because I realized this right at the end. We kind of have to talk about WrestleMania SmackDown oh, before Jesus we talk about Christ. WrestleMania because oh. we do have two matches announced for WrestleMania SmackDown that they kind of did it. I forgot they did this last year, but when they announced it, I remembered. I believe last year uh, it was the SmackDown tag titles in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal that were on SmackDown, and then it was like all video packages. It seems like that's where we're headed again. So we do have an intercontinental title match to pick. Ricochet coming off, uh, yeah, a lot of losses for your boy. Uh, taking Defending his title in a triple threat against Angel and Humberto of Los Lotarios. I, you know, it's weird to me. And I, again, everybody, I've, I've said everything that I'm sure everybody else has already said on Twitter or whatever, but... We're sad, man. It, it sucks. When Finn Balor and, and Ricochet don't get on Ugh. the Mania card, it really hurts us because... We finally thought that they were going to really regenerate or reinvigorate, I guess is probably the better word, those titles because those two are like poster boys, right? They're so popular and they're so good. <laughs> it's hard. Because then you see this random Los Lotharios thing, which we know pretty Ricky's going to win. And again, TJ keeping uh, stats for the predictions at the end of the, uh, this is end of season predictions, by the way. Uh, so he said he will not include under the Giant as well as the Pretty Ricky Invitational because honestly, Pretty Ricky's winning. Uh I would be shocked if one of the Los Otharios won, don't you, don't you think? I mean, oh, 100%. Yeah, no, this, as bad as it was for Ricochet on Monday, losing to Theory in like two minutes, and then on Friday, losing to both these guys, it's, I mean, he's he, he'll retain. 
Uh, it sure feels like I really thought the way this was trending with uh, after the unfortunate thing for Big E that we actually might have got the Ricochet Sheamus match at Mania and Sheamus finally winning that title that he's never won. Um, but maybe who knows that could still be down the road or there's a million different things. But the interesting thing to me and I kind of want to bring it up here is we've now seen Theory pin both mid card champions in like the last month or so. Are they going to unify these titles on Austin Theory and him just be the United States of Intercontinental Champions? The adjacent champion of countries <laughs> is what he will be. No, I, look, I, I, I don't know. I love, I love me some theory. I don't know what it is about him. He's just got that like smirk. He, he's not Miz, but he's kind of Miz. So it's like he's, he's tough, but he's not really tough. Like I, there's something so fun about him and this like ha ha, but not ha character. And I was so, I mean, I was, I was upset about last night on Monday when uh, he did, you know, beat Ricochet pretty quickly. But I, for me, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, they kept making a joke about Omas. So that's out. So you would imagine it comes down to Finn and Did Priest. Did you see the graphic? Yeah, it was a little bit of the graphic. It's like, Finn and Priest, we're not giving them a one-on-one match, but here they are. And then it was the rest of the roster. Yeah. It was like Madcap, the Viking Raiders, like all the, pretty much any male superstar who's not on WrestleMania is in this thing. Uh, Jinder and Shanky. Uh, so in WrestleMania, um, who you got in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? I would think that Priest probably wins this. It doesn't count, but I pick Priest. Uh, I'm just going to go off the board because if this was on oh, WrestleMania, say it. Say it. I'd pick Gable Stevenson, but since on SmackDown, I'm not. I'm picking Broad Breaker. Why don't, like, burn, I, burn. I, fuck if I know, man. Like, I mean, hell. Like, you know, you know what I would do if I were them? I would have this Memorial Battle Royal be a male and female, like, together, just have them all, and have fucking Raquel win it. Why not? Have her throw Madcap over at the end or something, you know? It just, it's what I would get everyone involved. I don't know. It just, this thing has gotten so stale, unfortunately, and it's become that it doesn't even, it was on the pre show for a couple of years. Now it's just on the pre 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 show the, the night before. So, and it's just like, and you're looking at the field, this used to have like 30 guys in it. Now it's down to like, what was there, like 10? It felt like it was more, like less than 12. It felt, yeah, it yeah. was like an empty graphic. So that's why it's like they were doing the men and women's, like for one time, it's like, why not just throw them together? We already get a little bit of crossover in the, with the 24 7 title. Just throw them all in there. You can still have the woman throw out the woman, the men throw out the men. And if you have that moment where like a Raquel debuts in this and throws out a couple of men, it'd be like a cool pop. But I mean, I'm just for the sake of that, I guess I'll predict Braun Breaker because it really does seem like he might be coming up. If not, then you know what? My Dark Horse WrestleMania is Madcap. Because I'm looking at that graphic, and if it isn't Finn or Priest, uh, Madcap, like he's the only other guy that seems to be on TV consistently. So yeah, I mean, I, I could I could go with that, but we, we you know, I've I've looked in. Maybe this is a good segue, but it, maybe it isn't. I mean, uh, Madcap has been really good, right? And we love Madcap here on the program. We do love Madcap. Our boy Guthrie can't speak enough good things about that strapping young uh, suspender man known as Madcap, but. Since this is kind of a segue, we should probably get into one of the first matches that I would I'm not not going to f- kick off the night, but since we have a segue here, I do want to talk about Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. Or sorry, Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin, yes. The package for Happy Corbin, I don't know if you saw that, where it was like it basically recapped the entire Happy Corbin kind of thing, was phenomenal. I it really, was very good. Very, very good. The Angels, as Kevin Owens said, uh, the video packaging in WWE are fantastic. They're probably busy this time of year. Um. But I'm interested in this match for one reason, if it goes longer than five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it definitely will, um, because this is one of the longer going feuds leading into WrestleMania. We know Drew has been positioned as one of the top guys for a while. Corbin is always one of the top heels. So this, like, even though a lot of the fans, especially on the Internet, might be lukewarm about it, this is two of your top stars. Um 
in general in this match is probably going to have big ramifications possibly for who's next for Roman or Brock or whatever they decide to do later. But it just, it is, it's a long, it's a long-term story. It's two of your guys that are just more of your consistent performers, always hovering around the main event all year round. Uh, I think this match is going to get a ton of time. Um, it'll be, it definitely won't kick off the night. I think that'll probably be one of the women's matches or Seth or stone cold, depending how they go on with that. But I think this match will probably, when we look back on WrestleMania Saturday, this could be the longest match of WrestleMania Saturday in terms of length, I think, because it just, we've seen Drew had a lot, he had a lot of matches with Madcap. So I think them him and Corbin are going to get plenty of time to work. Um, for me, when I'm looking at WrestleMania this year, I kind of have like a, I made like a tier system in my head. Where there's like tier one, because I have like six matches and things I'm super excited for. Tier two, things I'm kind of like very excited. And then tier three, which is just like, yeah, this probably is in tier three, even as a big Corbin fan. Just because, yeah, it isn't like the sexiest thing. And it has been going on a long time, which is a cool thing, but also a disservice. So, I mean, for me, obviously, I think we're both picking Drew. I think that's at the end of the day, we're both going to pick McIntyre. But I think this match, we're going to like walk away and be like, yeah, that was actually a pretty good match. I mean, if you don't pick Drew, you're kind of screwed, right? Like, it just seems like it's a foregone conclusion. Like, they yeah. keep saying the the undefeated and, like, I've been da-da-da-da and I've, I've struck it rich. Which, honestly, here's what I here's the other thing, too. Like, and we didn't talk about this beforehand, so you can tell me to go pound sand. I don't really care. But where do you go after this for, for Corbin, right? Like, does he go back into a down, down Corbin spin? Is like, I would love to see that again. Well, it's, it's interesting with him because he obviously he hasn't lost since he started doing this, so this would be his first loss. Um, they've certainly been teasing him ditching Madcap, so who knows? Like They could do another character change with Corbin because that guy seems to be like a chameleon and just keep like just changing his stripes all the time, whatever he needs to do to stay relevant. But, I mean, if there's one guy who's proven he can take losses to the top guys is Corbin, and it doesn't matter because he is. He's one of those guys that he just reinvents himself. He's a heel anyways. So it's a lot easier for them to rebound than a baby face. But yeah, with teasing the madcap thing, there might be a short thing there, but we also have money in the bank coming up. That's an easy way just to thrust him in that for a little while. Um, he's always a contender when he's in that. He's won that before. Um, but but yeah, obviously, like this, this just seems like the launching pad for Drew, and Corbin's just going to kind of stay where he is. He just keeps treading, but it's fine. I mean, like I, I could see him having a downward spiral of like from going undefeated to not being, you know, winnable essentially, and then winning at Money in the Bank, as you said. And then he, I struck rich, you know, like the whole thing. Yeah. Like I love that kind of aspect of it because he's he definitely seems like a fall champion whenever the babyface eventually beats Roman. Or someday Roger. when they do it, I really thought they were going to do it last time and they didn't. I believe he lost to Cena when he tried to cash in or whatever. Um, but no, Cena, Cena got in the way of him on gender. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because we were all like, was, what? Yeah, that's it was a very right. odd SmackDown. Yes. Very odd SmackDown. Anyway, uh, so let's move on to something else on night one, since you're very excited about to talk about all this stuff. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm going to try to go in just like an order of, we're going to try to rise the ranks. And oh, okay. so next up, I have the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, defending their SmackDown tag team titles against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Uh, these guys were on Raw, too, this week. Um the Usos fought uh, RK, or was it who they fight? RK Bro in the main event. Yep. And then the Nakamura and Boogs were on commentary. And then we had a, with all the tag teams except for Alpha Academy, who involved the WrestleMania, came out and just kind of woo, 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 to close the show. And then it seemed like that they finished too early. So they're like, ah, we'll just do more RKOs. But yeah, this match, um, this is probably another tier three match for me. There's not a lot of story here. 
the Usos have kind of ran train on the entire division. So it's like, oh, Nakamura and Books haven't had a shot. They're an overact. The entrance of Mania will be cool. Um, it's night one, so McAfee can dance because he won't uh, be wrestling that night. But yeah, oh, I honestly, yeah, I don't have much to say on this feud, but I would expect an Usos win. Really? Okay. Because <clears throat> there's a you part of Nakamura- so no, I mean I'm gonna put Usos, but like so here, so here, like, let's play devil's advocate very quickly. We both picked Usos, right? But yeah, the issue I have with this is you made a very valid point, right? Who else are they gonna face? Unless they do a wholesale change in that tag division on SmackDown, like it's 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 bare. Like it is well, bare. Well, to me, it's more about who are they gonna be posing with at the end of the night. That's fair, but again, and it's like they, I think but the, that's the night thing that I noticed. That's night. But, that I, yeah, but I noticed on Raw. What they said is like Reigns being the longest whatever champion, and then the, the Usos are now the longest reigning Smack or the longest reigning SmackDown tag champs or whatever. It's like I don't see that ending. So why have the Usos lose the titles unless if Reigns is going to lose the titles? Right. You know I what think, I mean? I, th- I think it correlates. Right, and I say for a correlation here, right? To so just just to preview to get you like to wet your appetite for it. You, you, it's not the same night. So like if you go on night one and you're like, oh, the Usos won, you know, lost on night one, and then of course. You know, Roman's going to have more added pressure now because he's got to keep the championship. Like, it, I think it entices people. I mean, I'm going to pick yeah. the Usos because it seems like, why would you? Why would you like? Why would you give it to that team? I don't know because the Usos have been so good. I just, I, I feel like WrestleMania has become more about shoehorning people instead of like actually creating something here. So, yeah, if the Usos, I'd be shocked if the Usos lose. But there's something about it that would be enticing to see Roman sweat it for a day. To be like, oh, God, I, I now I have to make sure I don't embarrass my family because my cousins embarrassed my family. So just something to think about. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't see it ending for them. Um, but uh, the next match we will go to in WrestleMania is uh, more teams in that division getting a tag match. This was uh, rumored to be the six-man tag before Big E got injured. Yes. But we have the new days of the new day, excuse me, of Kane Woods and Kofi Kingston taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch. Um, So this is an interesting one because it's WrestleMania season and we knew the new day had to be in the card. Figure Sheamus had to be in the card. So this is a match that we're getting. Um, It'll probably, again, be a really good wrestling match. There's a little bit of story here, but I was really excited for Pete Dunne's debut at WrestleMania and we're clearly, we're not getting that in rain. Um, What I was kind of thinking they should have done here is, you know, I want Butch to wrestle, so why not throw Ricochet with the New Day and just have a fun six-man tag? If that's if that's the direction you're already going with six-man tag, I know how we feel about six-man tags, but there's how you get Ricochet on the card, you know what I mean? And him and New Day, like, could have a lot of fun together. Like, flippy, flippy, woo-woo, cheery-cheery, dancey-wancy. Like, Ricochet would look corny dancing the New Day, but it just, to me, that would make sense. But uh, I am curious your take on this match because I'm very torn on who to predict because I think there's a good argument on either side. But, again, this is probably another Tier 3 match for me in terms of excitement. I feel like... Ridge and Sheamus and Pete Butch, the destroyer or the bruiser, whatever you want to talk about, the bruiser weight, have really gotten the best of New Day up until this point. So I will pick New Day, but I would not be shocked because I feel like the New Day has been kind of like not circling the drain. That's not fair to say, but I feel like they're an act that's always plug and play. So there's they've not, already done everything. Yeah, what really haven't not, they done? Yeah, exactly. There's not a lot there to, to do that hasn't like they've done everything, everything yeah. they can. So for me, I look at it like, like you're right. It's a tier three for me where I'm I'm not excited by this. I love Sheamus. I like Pete Dunn, Ridge. I don't know what to think of Ridge, but you know it's you know it's going to be a good match. But I feel like they could pull a, a swerve on you here and, and give it to Sheamus and company because. 
what what can you do with a new day win? What do you do with the New Day win? Yeah, I, I think the New Day win is just a safe way to go, and it's an easy babyface win for the crowd. But how many babyface um, wins are you going to have? Like, sometimes that matters, right? Like, sometimes you don't want to overload The Usos it. were heels. I had them winning. Let's see. Let's see. Who have I picked so far? I picked the Usos, who are heels. McIntyre's a face, so that's one yeah. and one. That's all uh, This is the third match. So, yeah, so it's, I, I don't know. I, I also will pick the New Day. That's where I was leaning. If this was the six-man, I'd consider more, because uh, with Butch in there, but I think with just this, I mean... Sheamus, if he took a pin, would be fine. Ridge will probably be the one taking a pin. Um, but I, I don't know. I just Xavier just came back this week. If we did comebacks this week, Woods was going to get my comebacks. Uh, the King is back. So him and Kofi getting the big win. It's just a fun match. I mean, and we're looking at this night one. There's a lot of just tag matches. We just did one. This is one. And the next one we go to is also going to be a tag match. So uh, next up, WrestleMania, we do have the Mysterios. Father and son taking on Miz and Lucha legend Logan Paul. I will say this like this uh, in terms of like really like I think they've done a good job in this feud. Just like selling me on like the despise these teams have for each other. Like Logan coming out with the Mysterio mask on and everything. They've done a good job. That's it's enough to get me like this is probably a tier two level match for me in terms of excitement. Like in the middle, like. I think it'll be fun. I am curious to see, because we know Logan's been training his ass off. I'm always intrigued to see how these celebrities do in the rain, and we already know he's an athlete, and he, could, he did done the boxing and whatever. So that's pretty high, but I think they've done a good job like selling me on this feud, despite it not being one of my favorite things. I just think they've done a really good job of like, you know, making it interesting. So I am excited for it. Um, I feel like the Mysterios have to win this feud. Because just the way it's gone. And uh, Logan Paul, he doesn't care if he comes in and loses. He's one of those guys. And same with The Miz. So I'm picking the Mysterios, but I am very intrigued by this match because I am very curious how it's going to play out. I mean, there's a lot of athleticism on the Mysterio side. So I'm curious, like, Logan's already said all these things he wants to do. I'm curious to see, because he said he wanted to be better than Bad Bunny. That's a high bar. So uh, I'm interested. I just, I, I just don't know. And again, someone will correct me and they'll tweet at me. Go ahead. I don't care. I just don't know how many celebrities lose. You know what I mean? Like that that's that's the that's the caveat to me. Like but, I feel like the heels are more likely to lose them. Sure, like you could you could you could have for me what I what I see is a safe bet, right? The safe bet for me is that Miz takes the pin, gets up and takes a punch from Logan Paul. Like that seems like the where we're headed here. But I don't know like Logan Paul losing to me, especially since he doesn't really lose. Well, here's the it's thing. Weird. Here's the thing, WrestleMania. I would be stunned if Logan Paul didn't get some of the biggest heat of the weekend. Like, people just don't like the Paul brothers in general. So you're telling me, like, a, a sold-out WrestleMania crowd with the markiest, smarkiest of marks in the world, they are going to boo the fuck out of him. So that's why another, like, it adds another layer to this match. So, like, him losing, like, it's going to be such a moment for the Mysterios, especially if, like, I do agree. I think, like, Dom will pin Miz or something like that. And they did kind of mention something interesting on commentary on Monday. I'm not sure if you caught it. But they said that Dom really has to earn his father's mask. So that's an interesting thing to kind of keep an eye on as we move forward here, that, like, this weekend could be step one in him kind of earning that mysterious mantle because there is going to be a day where Ray's done and it's just going to be Dom on his own. And we've already, we've made fun of like Dom's face or whatever a bunch of times. Like I know you have in general, when he first got called up that he's probably headed for a mask at some point anyways, but I do kind of like the idea of him having to earn it from his father. So him getting the big pin for his team at WrestleMania and 
this match could be like step one in that. So again, there's a lot of interesting things about this. It's not obviously near the top of my list, but I think it's right there in the middle in a good spot for me. So you picked Mysterios, right? Is what you said? I'm picking the Mysterios, yeah. I just... Uh... Do it. Do it, you coward. Pick Logan Paul. I don't know. I just feel like you're picking baby faces left and right, though. Like, I just... Yeah, we'll see. It is WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Yeah, well, you know, it's not Nestlemania, Wrestlemania. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Nestle, Nestle. Uh, no, look. You made a, Do you, it. You made, a, no, you, made a, you made a convincing argument because, like I said, Logan Paul doesn't lose anything, right? Miz can lose all the time because he's the Miz. Mysterios needs something fun, but Dom needs the win to be something special. So I feel like... You're right, because it just makes logical sense that the Mysterio... Nah, I'm wrong. Pick Logan Paul. No, 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 no. I know you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I'm right. trying to catch you here. Oh, yeah. that's for, I forgot. So, like, what is it? Is it you, me, and somebody? Right? I have no idea. Is it Joe? I, I, you, you have a pretty comfortable lead. I think Joe actually is the closest, but... Well, uh, so I'm sweating it, because honestly, like, I don't like I, I don't like being this close. So, for the people at home that don't know, we have a Nestle, Nestlemania. We have a Wrestlemania to Wrestlemania wire-to-wire predictions all year. There's a uh, Fenway Park-like thing that uh, TJ does with the standings. Uh, every pay-per-view. I think if you look at it on Instagram, as I'm trying to pull it up and talk to you at the exact same time, uh, I believe I think I'm like seven matches ahead, but there's like 600 things to do between now there's and... There's 14 on WrestleMania in particular, and then TakeOver has six. That's 20 matches, so... I mean, you know, I've seen uh, I've seen, I've seen, seen a comeback happen before. I've though. seen you choke plenty of times, so... No, that wasn't very... It's not only because you have too many Snickers bars in your mouth, but. Appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, to, be, to, be, to be fair, I am uh, only... Six, six ahead of the Joe Stopper, and count this eight ahead of JC. Yeah, so, so c- comebacks on there. So you're picking Logan Paul. I'm not picking Logan Paul, but <laughs> okay, I should. Fine. I should. Fine. I should. I should. But I can't. Again, I have All to right. protect my lead. So we're kind of. I, there's been a lot of talk on the Twitter machine and in, in the wrestling circles about night two being the more stacked card instead of night one. Which honestly, I agree with when you look at it. Night two seems like all hits, but. I think the reason why they do that is they know night one, everyone's going to be fresh and excited. By night two, people might have some fatigue. So if you put nothing but the hits on night two, it makes it a lot easier. But we're here at the halfway point of night one. We've done four matches. We have three matches in a segment left. And I'm, uh, I mean, Charlotte Rousey, we've kind of talked about that. Uh, maybe we go there next. But in terms of the Austin thing, the Seth thing, and the Bianca Bailey thing, those might be the top three things I'm most excited for in WrestleMania, and they are night one. So just like a tease there, like I do think there's a little bit of a balance where, yeah, we just got through some of the lower-level stuff, but and this next one might be, oh, man, it's so tough because we're going to go to Charlotte Rousey now for the SmackDown Women's title. In this WrestleMania, obviously, Rousey came back, won the Rumble, made, made a lot of sense. I said if Bianca wasn't going to win, Rousey made a lot of sense. It's fine. Um, but again, from the get-go, this just felt like it wasn't, wasn't great because I feel like we all wanted Rousey Becky and they obviously didn't do that because they're probably saving that. So we're getting this Rousey Charlotte thing. They've tried to make it like this hate feud that doesn't, I don't know. We've said all along that something's missing. I'm curious if your stance has changed at all because I mean, we have a SmackDown where we'll probably get some promos, but I mean, this, this match is ready to go and it's on Saturday. Like, where do you stand on it? I have no interest in it. At all. Like, I mean, like I zero, I, I, I zero it. Because I think in the rain, it would probably deliver. So here's, here's the thing. And again, this is me being me. I'm a very odd individual. So this is me. Just don't opinion say. of one, mark of one. I just don't think Ronda Rousey gives a shit. Like that promo she had on SmackDown, she was preoccupied. I don't know if something went on, you know, family related or whatever. That's not for me to discuss. I don't care. But in terms of like, she came out and she didn't give her all in that promo. It was like, I break arms. 
I broke arms when I started at 14. It's like, great. Where, how do I connect to that? I've never broken somebody's arm on purpose. Like, how, how do I connect to that? Right. As a, as a fan, as a viewer, how does that happen? Then we have, you know, the bitch on the screen who was just like, I'm Cruella DeVille, you know, like whatever. That's great. But, and then, and then what? Like, there's no, there's no, like, do I want to see Charlotte get hurt? Like, do I care? I don't think I do at this point because I don't think she's done enough for me to care. I don't think she's done enough for me to actually want to see her get hurt or like tap out. Like I, I'm not going to get any satisfaction out of watching her tap out as a fan. And I think that's the disservice they did to this entire feud. Because if you look at it from that perspective, Ronda Rousey should just beat people up. You know what I mean? Give me a pinfall or knockout. Don't give me submissions ever. Like I think like submissions. Well, she won most of her UFC fights by submission. No, I know, so. but I don't think <laughs> that that, tra- that doesn't translate to an excitement. We've talked about this. Like, Oh, I agree. And I think the whole thing just sucks because I think we're just ready for Rousey to be a heel. It's kind of well, the so, edge, it's kind of the edge feeling, right? Like you're just you're at a point where you're just like, stop. Like so here's you're not a redeeming human being sometimes. Like just be a bitch. It's okay. So here's my thing with her is that I don't think it's that she doesn't care. I think she's a fucking because like even when you watch her like old interviews, like when she was a fighter, she's just an I think awkward. Like just naturally awkward. Like she doesn't know how to, she clearly, she lives in the middle of the woods for a reason, because I don't think she like socially loves like all that, like things, especially like, I don't think she's super comfortable in front of a camera. Um, I think the money with her is obviously, yes, she had to come back as a baby face. But like you said, when she turns heel, I would get her a freaking mouthpiece too. Yeah. Because I just look at it as like I like I'll use an AEW example. I didn't think Jade Cargill will ever need ever Cargill. need a mouthpiece, but having someone say bullshit for her just makes her more intimidating. Because the same thing like with Brock back in the day, like we clearly can seek and talk, but it was like having someone else speak a little for you. When you talk, it means more. So Rousey every now and then will have a couple words where it's like, ooh yeah, but it's just like then she like has all these fucking rambles and I remember the fucking word she was saying last time. Oh, gumption. You. Gumption. Oh my gumption, god. Yeah. So it's just like. I think we got to get through this, get her as a heel, get her some sort of mouthpiece and let her just be an ass kicker. Like she's supposed to be. Cause yeah, no, I agree. Like there's just, it's, I, again, I don't think that it's not, she's trying. I think she, I think Rhonda tries harder than anyone because she wants to be great and she doesn't want to fail. But I think it's just part of that. I don't know if that's something that's ever going to be in her repertoire as a, especially as a baby face. Like we talk about how hard it is in general to be a baby face. How about for someone who clearly has might be socially awkward and just wants to break people's arms. Like, right. What do you expect her to say? And on WWE, the problem is, is you got to be able to cut like five to 10 minute promos every week on TV, as opposed to like when you're in UFC, you cut like one promo at the weigh-ins. Besides right. that is like, you know, people do it for you. So, so the, the thing I would think about is like, she never really attacked her as a mother. They played up that mother angle like four weeks ago. They could have done more about that. They, they, you know, like not that. Maybe Rhonda said, keep my children out maybe, your motherfucking mouth. Exactly. <laughs> maybe. But like, what if, not, not that she's going to Gene Snitsky and kick the baby, but like, what if she did something where like, she like, she like, what if, but like, no, no, I know that's, that's terrible. But like, what if like, what if like she found Rhonda's bus, locked herself inside and like terrorized her baby? Like in WWE terms, that's fine. And it would be like, at least that way you're sympathetic to Rhonda. Now you have a reason for Rhonda to break a bitch, right? Like that for me, I look at it this way. It's like Charlotte hasn't done enough for me to want to see, like, oh, they had a no. battle. They had a battle on a Buick, on a Buick. Like they just, they battle everywhere. They, they do all these things and holy shit, this is going to be great. But like. I think what the issue is, too, is people thought on paper, people are going to be like, oh, people will pay to see Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. On it paper, looks good on a billboard. Right, on yeah. a billboard, that looks great. But then the other thing that I've thought about, too, you want to talk about awkward in general? 
there's an awkwardness to Charlotte in terms of like the body, like the not 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 her as the body, but I mean like the way she moves her body. She's she's like so athletic that she's a little awkward. If they if you even and then it's like style wise, I'm nervous that like Charlotte and Rousey, even though on paper it makes sense, that clashing wise, nobody's gonna want to look weak. Nobody look like a pretty stiff match. You know what I mean? Like nobody's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, it just feels like a whack a mole. Like it, there's no. There's no sympathy here. You're not Ricky Steamboat going, oh my God, she she crushed my cravicle and I can't, die. you know, like that shit he would sell. This is going to be an all out, just bitch, shut the fuck up, I'm going to hurt you and then break your arm, which it's Rousey all the way. We know this. Like Rousey's going to win. Yeah, Rousey's winning. And Charlotte maybe take some time off because she deserves it because she was kind of holding everything down for so long. But I don't know, like I just, you got to put Charlotte back on Raw, right? After this. It's I it's it's weird because once Rousey does win it, it's like yeah, there's probably a rematch at some point. But it is weird. But Fox has been so adamant about having Charlotte ever since they got SmackDown. They finally got her. I feel like they're not gonna want to lose her after six months. So I just I think that there's enough to, like in terms of like with Sasha and Naomi being on there, you can kind of like flip feuds around um, a little bit, maybe just to keep it interesting. But and then now you also have Shayna kind of lurking there too, um, and I guess Natalia. But it just it's. I don't know. Yeah, this this is this is a tough one. Um, I hope it delivers in the ring because I know it's not going to be for a lack of trying from these two. It just it just hasn't translated. Like I, I I'm actually sitting here thinking to myself, I can envision her going up for that beautiful moonsault off the top rope to the outside, and Ronzi, Ronda Rousey won't catch her properly. You know what I mean? Like oh, it'll just look like an oaf, and I'll just that'll probably be part of the spot. Is her to just move and she'll just like, eat that. I just I I I just love when people just do it and catch it like. For me, when you just like step aside, it's like, come on, what the fuck are you doing? What what are you doing? So I agree. So that, I mean, let's not let's not really, you know worry so much about the bad things. Let's get on to the good things. I think there's only one more match specifically. No, there's there's two more matches, what? and we have the yeah. You're forgetting about Seth, or you're forgetting oh, about the other. Oh, sorry, he, he labeled it differently. My bad. So again, to me, my top three things I'm probably excited for are the Seth versus question mark, the Stone Cold KO segment, and Becky Bianca. That is my top three. And we're getting them all on Saturday. Um, we just got through kind of like the other stuff, which was all kind of, by the way, Charlotte Rousey for me, tier three, unfortunately. These next three are all tier one. I'll put it right there. So, Nestlemania, which one would you like to start with? Let's go with Bianca and Becky because I kind of want to refresh her. You know what I mean? Like, just- Yeah. And you know what? It's also kind of, uh, this was probably the biggest shine of the week. You've uh, you're, you've had a hair fetish oh, with man. this feud for a while. And Becky brought the scissors, baby, trying to cut Bianca, but she reversed. I love the reversal of the cutting into the KOD. And then she hit another one for good measure. Because what this showed me, what this segment and specifically showed me is that when they're ready to do it, we I, we saw it a little bit in XT, but Bianca can be that big, bad bitch heel on top of the card. Cause this was kind of like, okay, we're seeing something where it got me to thinking like, Oh my God, I've been thinking I'm going to pick Bianca the whole time for the comeback. But if Bianca loses, they could really set her down a heel path of like, after this, if Becky retains somehow, especially cause Bianca stood tall this week, you know, sometimes it goes the other way, but it's, it's got me second guessing, which again, I think adds to this a little more because I already think this along with Roman Brock is the best story coming in. I have high expectations for this match in ring. Uh, Bianca's made me such a fan the past, like, a little over a year of her run. Becky, we're pretty critical of her in this program, especially you, but I still think that it's just because we hold her to a higher level. But, yeah, Nestlemania, I'm hyped for this. I literally might be flip-flopping on my pick here, but oh, I'm no. curious your take. So I, I've looked at this as 
I really enjoyed the hair thing. I was upset that they didn't cut the braid. I was so pissed because I thought that seems like the logical thing to do. And they went and they flip-flopped it, which, again, kept me on my toes. So, again, I can't be mad specifically about it, but it wasn't the way I would have liked it because maybe, I don't know, like, I, again, maybe they just can't get rid of that. Maybe she just said, no, you're not cutting my braid. Yeah, but, I, wouldn't cut, I wouldn't cut her braid either. But, you know, I mean, again, it doesn't mean she couldn't come back with a new one and, like, look better. You know what I mean? Like, 2.0 kind of thing. But, like, I, I get that she cut <laughs> she cut Becky's hair and then they cut that promo where she was just like, in the locker room afterwards. It was maybe giggle. Becky I, sold me, man. She sold me on it. But it's just, I think, like, you know, you talk, the promo she had was like, oh, I'm in your head. I'm in your head. And then, you know, Becky came out and then basically tried to not be in her head. And now... It just showed that Bianca's really in her head because she cut yep. her head. So I just I just feel like it's time to pull the trigger on Bianca. Like it's it's time, right? Like she's she's been hovering. She's been hovering, you know, and she's a feel good story. And she's she's still continuously a feel good story. And I feel like Becky would do better on a downward spiral anyway. Like watching like Conor McGregor is kind of like how she formatted her entire character after. But when Conor McGregor loses, he just shuts the fuck up. Like he goes away, right? But like, I don't think and then he comes can... back like a chihuahua. Right, right, later. right, right, right. Which I think that... no one can beat me. Yeah, exactly. Which I think would be funny for her if she did it. You know, like, but we'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna stick with Bianca because I think that it makes sense. But I, I'm curious. I mean, this could be one of those plus ones where you beat me and you come up closer and closer and closer. I've started to think because I'm I was going over things in my head like because I always it's it's dumb to predict it like this because it's trying to balance like the retained and the new champs but I I don't know I just I've I've thought Bianca since like the moment like it, like that bringing the story full circle but seeing that segment on Monday I already had it in the back of my mind that I was kind of starting to go I could see Becky just retaining and just like maybe facing Rhea or they tease the Trish thing when they were up in Canada but it just. Ugh. It's tough. I'm I'm gonna stick with Bianca because Aww, I, I want I want the coward. story. I want the story to be a cherry on top. But again, like like I said, in terms of like a match, this along with the Seth match are probably the two I'm most excited for. I just I'm just like I'm I'm very I'm excited for it. I'm a fan of Bianca. I think Becky did a good job. And I will say, like, Bianca was very generous the way she was cutting Becky's hair. She kept going to different sides to make it even. You can tell Bianca's yeah. cut hair before, so it won't be that bad for Becky. But I just I don't know. That segment, like for a feud that I was already all in on, it was just like that little cherry on top. I don't even like cherries, but it was a little cherry on top for like the show. Cherries? Hold on, no, we talked bu- about this bu- before. Bu- 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 cherries are fucking shit. I every year I get reminded you don't like cherries. There are there are three things that are I don't like to eat: cherries, pickles, and peas. How are we friends? I love all three of those. things. Of course you do. You would. What do you mean? But those weird. things. I can do without them. Then I don't need them. Toss pickles, them pickles, I cannot go a day without eating a pickle. I, I'm not surprised. That's You're going to take that out of context. Go right ahead. I don't yeah. really care. But my, Adam. So much that my children open the refrigerator and say, Daddy loves pickles. Every day. Every goddamn day. I just, I just don't need pickles. And I, like, I don't like pickles on things. Same reason I don't like like tomatoes on my sandwiches. It kind of makes everything wet. I don't want a wet sandwich. So just just keep that stuff off. Just get Stick that shit out of here. Yeah, that's you, all. Did, that's you all. Know, did you know that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Bruce Pritchard has like a deathly afraid like Phobia of pickles? That's weird. I ain't scared of pickles. I need pickles. Like they're, they're fine. I'm scared. But like, I'm never going to go out of my way to like get a pickle. All right. So. All right. Well, I got to tell you right now, anybody ever want to hook up with your brother with over here with some uh, kosher dill pickles? Your boy loves them. Just saying. Kosher dill all the way. Oh, chocolate and pickles. If they had chocolate covered pickles, Nestle would be in heaven. Pickles. Peter yeah. Piper picked a pickle pickles. All right. 
We have two things left on WrestleMania Saturday. I think next we're gonna break the glass because this isn't a match. It's uh, the KO show featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, a lot of people are complaining like, oh my God, why couldn't they have Stone Cold show up for one of these Raws? That would ruin the whole point of this. Yeah. The whole point of this is to have the big Austin return, the mega pop, him come out because he hasn't done it, whatever, him doing it at WrestleMania, the greatest hits and him fucking beating up KO. KO has done, I mean, he deserved the raise he got because he's showing like he has done this feud by himself, by himself the entire time and made it one of the best things on TV. The man is so good. Whether this kicks off the show, whether this mains event, whether it's something somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. This is one of the best things at WrestleMania weekend. One of the top things in general. It's going to be an iconic moment that'll probably be remembered just because you know that Stone Cold Pop's going to be insane. It's going to be so much fun. The fact that it's happening in Texas and everything else. I just, I have the highest of expectations of this. I don't think it can even fail because Stone Cold out there in a ring with KO, there's no way it can be bad. I think that there is a possibility. We're all picking Austin regardless, so it's just if it gets added, it's a, it, 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 yeah. it nullifies if everything. If they ring the bell, they do a stunner, and they let him yeah, pin him. Yeah, it's but. over. Uh, so I'm just so excited because KO did a great job, but I think that having KO do some like physical harm to, to, to Stone Cold would be awesome because I think even if he's going to lose here, I think it's ultra important, not just uber important, but ultra important that Stone Cold Steve Austin does get some sympathy here, does get a little bit of that baby face, you know, uh, stuck in the heat for a little bit. Like, even if it's, you know, him eating popcorn and being like, what's the matter, Steve? What's the matter? What? You know, like, doing the whole thing, like, I've got the best stunner. You know, like, he did a great job on Monday, per, you know, like, provoking him, being like, look, we can do this one of two ways. Uh, but if you get out of hand, Steven, you know, and it, like, and he even made it, like, he even made you want it more. Right, he was just like he's Steve Austin. He looks like Stone Cold. Don't don't fall for that. But he's not Stone Cold anymore. Like, of course, if he comes out in the tights, people are gonna lose it. They're gonna lose their shit if he comes. Like Dom, I'm gonna have to. I'm literally gonna need a like a face. If if Dom isn't literally in in like in our presence, watching this, I need to at least see the video because his reaction is gonna be super interesting. Yeah, no, this. I just think this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be something where like. We're going to be, this will be the Twitter video on Sunday morning when you're watching recaps, this, and then maybe what happens in the next one, like the pop of whatever comes, uh, it's a stone cold and the fan reactions. And it's just like, this is, this is going to be, this is what, like, and this is what WrestleMania is about creating moments. This is going to be a moment. Um, and I just, I'm looking forward to it because like I said, that I don't think there's any way, anything they could do that. I wouldn't like it. Like no matter what they do, it's going to be good. So it's just like, I'm all in for this. We're going to get beer. We're going to get like, the best part was KO pretty much laid out what was going to happen oh, yeah. at his funeral. He said he was going to do it, but we all know it's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin doing it to him. So, beep, 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 tier one. I like how you went, boo, 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 boo. But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Guns are blazing. All yep. right, so we're now to last down to the uh, the other thing here. Uh, I'm curious. This is, this is where you can go one of seven ways. Yeah, so we have, uh, the, uh, I watched the uh, Seth Rollins going to WWE headquarters video at work. I fucking thought it was hilarious. Him like dancing on the desk, I was fucking crying. And Vince no-selling him the whole time, which is so good. So this is well done. They pretty much told us Seth will be facing TBA. So if this isn't Cody, they are going all in to just surprise you. But oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of people we can talk about this here. Vince kind of said it was the main event. I mean, they kind of say a lot of things are the main event. So who knows if it actually will be last. But between this, Austin, and the women's matches it's like you have four things they could put last i think this or austin will be last probably austin yeah but you never know because look at for me if i'm doing percentages 
I'm going to say 80% chance is Cody Rhodes. I'm going to say a 10% chance is Shane McMahon because that to me is like the second one I could see. But with that last 10%, you could give me like a 5% Undertaker, a 2% Goldberg, a 2% Cena. And then here's my sleeper. I don't, because I don't know how people would pop for this, but Gable Steveson is going to be at WrestleMania. We know he's the next big thing. Um, if he if he's not just going to be in the crowd or something or whatever, like, I mean, I, I debut match against Seth Rollins at Mania is a quite a way to kick off the career. The career. Um, so that's my dark horse is Gable Steveson. But I mean, I still think this is all this is all about Cody. It's going to be Cody. And if it's not, my second choice would be Shane McMahon because, man, would you have you? I could see them being like, oh, we're going to set this up. I'm going to fire my son. Tell all these virgin keyboard warriors my son is fired. And then at WrestleMania, they, the rumored match was him and Seth, anyways. They're going to forget about it by then. And I'm going to bring it back and they're going to love it. I just think if it's anybody but Cody Rhodes, they're getting booed. Doesn't matter who it is. Like, uh, you, you think you, people are booing the Undertaker? No, I was gonna say okay. You, you okay? That's an exception. But the other four that you yeah. named, yeah. Cena, yeah. Cena, that's why. Be, Cena would be a good pop, I guess. But I think people would be upset that it wasn't Cody. Yeah. And so for you, me, I mean, we all picked the person who's coming out, but unfortunately for predictions, this is where it comes wide open. I think open. to get this one right, you have to pick the person it is and be right. You can't just yeah. Pick you can't say Seth loses. Yeah. I'm yeah. picking Cody Rhodes. All right, you're picking so you Cody can mark Rhodes. me down as Cody. If Cody wins, I win. If Undertaker comes back and wins, I don't win. Oh, this is tough because it's such a. Uh, well, first off, who do you think it's going to be? I, 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 I don't know, and that's what I love about it. I you've love, been the I love Cody this. AW conspiracy theory. Uh, the whole you know time. what? You know what? I think I can blow. I think I can blow one on. I think I can blow one. This is the one I'm going to blow on because it is. I'm going to go with somebody. It's either got to be in my head. It's got to be Goldberg, Undertaker, or Cena. That's what I would think would be okay. No Shane. Thing. No. See, I think Shane. No, would, I don't think it's Shane. Shane would. Oh my god! Imagine if they kicked off the night with it and Ugh. fucking Shane's music. <laughs> I would be so angry. I think. I think. It's in Texas. I'm. I'm trying to use logic here, which is stupid because it's wrestling. Well, Undertaker would be your logic. Undertaker's my lead, but I feel like the Goldberg's gonna be at Access, and Cena's always good for a good, you know, pop, 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 pop. You know, whatever. Like it works. What if it's The Rock? What if he beats Rollins and then uh, stares down Reigns at the end of uh, night two? Oh, fuck. Now you get me. Now see, this is this is fun, right? Well, see, the, this is why, to me, yeah. this is my number one of the weekend. Absolutely, because there's so much intrigue. Rollins has been so good. I'm obviously a huge Cody Mark, so right. as Cody, I'm gonna go nuts. But if it isn't, like, I'm still intrigued because I'm just gonna be pissed off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So here's the other thing too that like I thought about this. Right. Like Undertaker, it's a substitute that it's okay. Cena is a substitute that's okay. Goldberg would upset so many people. And but here's the thing. With Goldberg. I'd rather Goldberg than Undertaker because at least then everyone else will be mad with me. Yeah. If it's Undertaker, it'll just be me being. Yeah. You'll mad. be. You'll be. You'll be Kelly Kelly mad. So it's yeah. exactly what it is. But for me, I look at it this way: If Goldberg beats him in like three minutes, think about how much more he could get upset about. He was already upset about not being on Mania, but think about how much further he could be. Like I got embarrassed at WrestleMania by this person and how much he'd lose. So like for me, I look at it like that could be it. I'm 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 stalling because I can't remember. I'm gonna go out on my limb and say Taker. I don't know why. Ugh. I gotta. You just I, you want to see me in pain. Now you're making me feel bad. You shouldn't. I just I I don't I just don't know. I just don't know. It should be Cena. It should be Cena or Goldberg. But I I fear. No, it should be Cody. 
It should be everything. Everything should be Cody. I'm putting Taker in there. I, I just because I, I just it. I just I got it. I got to blow one of these right. And if this is well, the, just, you've been you've been the big conspiracy theorist, so I think you got to just stay consistent with your Cody Rhodes AW conspiracy. So if that's what it is, you and you, you and Joe get a free. You got you and Joe get a free pass on this one, and you get as long I as you hope Joe Cody. picks Goldberg, so then I get a free Joe one. Berg. Joe Damn Berg. Joe Berg. Yeah, no, I think. I think for the world, Goldberg would be the worst case scenario. For me, Taker would be the worst case scenario. For you, worst case scenario. I don't want Cody. Oh, so then oh, I don't want Cody. Great. This Which is great. Is, so, yeah. so my best case scenario is your worst yeah, case exactly. scenario. Yeah, oh, exactly. And, and mine is mine. I am, mine is I, got, I am fully erect now. Give me all the Cody. <laughs> I'm going to shatter your dreams. So baby. night one. So obviously it's probably going to be Cody. We know that. But like, if it's not. You'll be, this, you'll is, be. this is this is the best. This is like obviously it's tier one, but for me, like this is number one. Becky Bianca is number two. Stone Cold KO is yeah. number three. It's that fun. is my definitive top three. And but then they, on Sunday, the rest of Sunday is probably sliding in yeah, next. Exactly. Like AJ Edge and all like it's just like the tag match. Oh, just so just, so just much. Think excitement. about this though. Like that's night one, right? Yeah. That's the fun part. That's we got through the bottom tier to yeah. get to the top tier, but like that, like they're bringing the heat. Like you definitely like day two is stacked, but night one is, is stacked as well. But not so many. You're right. We're halfway home. We're halfway home and we are making a very slow pace, which we hey, got to get, we got to hurry. The WrestleMania. Come on. So we're going to kick off. I'm just going to go in order for night two. We have a fatal four-way tag match for the women's tag team championships. We have Queen Zelina and Carmella defending their titles against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Nestlemania. I just think this match is going to be fun. It has a lot of like very over acts, especially with the baby faces who won the eight man tag uh, on Monday. So I think this, the crowd will be hot for this. It'll be fun. But uh, for me, anyone but Natalia and Shayna, please win. I will just, you know, oh man, this one's tough because I'm picking either Sasha, Naomi, or Ripley and Liv. Um, I have a feeling they could surprise us doing Ripley and Liv, but I'm just going to stick with Sasha and Naomi, go with my original gut, and uh, say that the new tag champs. So surprised that you picked Sasha Banks. Hey, I, I, that's where I thought. Before this match was even a thing, when I realized Sasha wasn't going to be a title match, I'm like, well, she's going to win the tag titles with Naomi. So I kind of, it's like you with the Cody thing. I got to I got to stay consistent. I got to stay consistent. if I'm going to change. Yeah. I guess I'll stay consistent. You're a terrible human. You, you never pick against her. Ever. I Ever. pick against her all the time. No, you don't. I rest, she's never won at WrestleMania. I picked Bianca no, last year. No, but I'm year. saying, I'm saying you're always a Sasha guy. That's fine. But like, who isn't? Live and, Ma- live and Rhea deserve it. Live We're from Massachusetts. You got to support the local talent. I support Sasha. I support Mello. I supported Oni, Fandango, Kofi. You got to go with the Massachusetts folks. You done? No. I'm sure there's more Massachusetts people I forgot. Sure. Name them. I, I said I probably forgot them. You don't know. Anyway, I let's move on. I you? Sasha okay, and you name them then. Let's hear it. Who did I forget? Pete Doherty. Duke of Dorchester. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, well, Triple H is from New England. That's uh, That's New Hampshire, I guess. Um, you're, you're picking inactive people, by the way. So, well, you said cheering people, by the way. Eddie oh, Edwards. I win this one. Okay, make your pick. Yeah, Eddie he's not in WWE. Come on, bro. You can. Okay, whatever. Fine. Forget it. You're a terrible human. Anyway, yes, I already are. I said Sasha Naomi because it seems like the the right thing to do. You always pick Sasha. Why do you, Why do you always use that voice? Because that's what you sound like. Do you take into account though that Sasha's never won at WrestleMania? I know. I would rather say Rhea and uh, Liv are a better. There's the other thing too is now that they're the Queen of Hearts and the Queen of Spades, that makes me very upset. It makes me feel like they'd waste a good tag title on them. 
Oh my Make god! Me upset, Joshua. Could you imagine of, the, of all the teams in this match? <laughs> of all of the makeshift teams but that nobody again, cares they gave about, it to Tamina and Natalia. So I, hey, the crowd well, jokingly last, was cheering Tamina. At least Tamina had a good story last year. We can all agree on that. That was cool. <sighs> Come on, from janitor to winner. Come on, she was a janitor before she was a wrestler. Yeah, now a now she's uh, engaged to Akira Tozawa. So Akira Tozawa. That's a Mark Downing right there. Thank God that isn't booked for WrestleMania. Oh, you, oh, 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 it is going to be. I'm telling you right now, it is going to be somewhere backstage. Yes, but it isn't on the. There's no poster for it. Oh, don't you worry. Don't you worry. They're going to be in like Jerry's personal office being like, yeah, he's going to disguise himself as, you know, the the pastor or whatever and then pin everybody and win. I got an idea. Bye. And that'll be what it is. Lame. Well, WrestleMania. That brings us to another match I'm very excited for. This is, again, another Tier 1 match for me. An anything-goes match between Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. I said last week how I wouldn't mind if they had some, like, tape stunts and stuff to mix in here as these guys run all around. Uh, This match is going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of goofiness and spots, and uh, who doesn't love that? Uh, You say you pick celebrities a lot to win, so I'm assuming you'll go Knoxville. Uh, This is probably one where I agree with that, and I'm probably going to go Knoxville because Sami doesn't need to win. I just, I, I know something's going to happen where Sammy's going to beat the living crap out of Knoxville for the end. And then it's just the big, like slapping hand that comes out of nowhere and sends him flying or like something drops from acne onto him. Like, like the road runner, like it's just, there's going to be something cartoonish at the end here for the big kaboom. And I'm so excited. This might, I'm, this is how embarrassed I am to say this. This is a top two for me. This is a top What's two for it? me. I, I mean, I'm super excited for this match. Listen, what else was top, is your top two? Oh, the other one. Yeah, I'm excited for AJ and Edge. That's yeah, those two are the those, these are the that's two number four that, for me. Yeah. That's the those two are for, for, and again for me it's because I'm hoping they get time both of these, which I think they will. You think Edge isn't gonna get time? He's probably gonna have the longest match of the weekend. He's oh, the new God. Triple H. He's the new Triple H. Get as long as you want, Edge. So yeah, I, I expect I, I I expect Johnny Knoxville to have such a great kaboom at the end. It's gonna be fun and like. <laughs> I I think this will be a definitive a definitive ha ha WrestleMania moment. Like I really do. It'll be fun. I, I think uh, our boy Guthrie said it best on Twitter too. There's something about that jackass theme when it hits. I just pop. Yeah, it's you just do. Like it's, it's the perfect theme for wrestling. And it obviously wasn't made for wrestling, but it's just like it's perfect. It's perfect. So yeah, this is this is gonna be fun. Uh, we're both taking Knoxville because Johnny must pose. Next up, WrestleMania, we have our third celebrity match of the weekend. Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. This is the other one in my top five. Still a tier one match. I have six in my tier one, as you've seen. I am very excited for this because I think McAfee's amazing. I think Theory's amazing. And they're both so goddamn entertaining, man. Um, I think that this match exists for Theory to win because I don't think McAfee gives a fuck. Same thing when he faced Adam Cole. It's like, I don't care. But I wouldn't be surprised if he won. But I'm picking Theory because I really think, like, you put him in this position to look good. And it's going to be a lot of fun along the way and let him show his range. But to me, just like this guy is a future star in this business. He is a future top guy. So give me theory. Wow. I'm surprised you got Austin theory up in that thing. I did. I did not expect you to pick theory because again, celebrities must pose. I've gone against two celebrities in WrestleMania. I told you the that's, only one I want to pick though. though. That's a bold pick. It's a bold move. Cotton. Uh, I just, I love this feud because of how childish it is and how minuscule and how like simple it is. Very nope. simple, but it works. Yep. It, it's not. Mm-hmm. A, it's it's not that bad. I think that McAfee. I don't know. Like McAfee hasn't gotten him right. Like McAfee's not allowed to hit him. 
So I feel like McAfee is going to win this one. I just, I don't know why. Like, I'm going to pick Pat McAfee because if he had gotten something in, then, you know, like, this was his moment. This is his dream. So I feel like when it comes to that kind of stuff, they're pretty good about letting the babyface win. But, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised either way. But this is, again, this is a hard-to-call kind of card, two nights in a row. Yeah, no, I think that that was the point to make if you're picking Pat is that he really he hasn't got the come up. So in terms of a booking standpoint, I think your pick makes a ton of sense. I've just sold myself on the fact that Theory will get a cheap win and then McAfee will ruin his selfie, beat him up and take a selfie with him. And then that'll help. They'll get to post. That's how I have to convince myself. Get his because shit I, back, yeah. I think, yeah, I think your way is the logical choice. But I just think having Theory show the W, but McAfee gets to stand tall. I think that's the way to go. But who knows? We'll see what they do. I think McAfee is going to do wonders for Theory, though, because he's going to bring so many eyeballs to that kid. That kid alone. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they didn't do McAfee, like, invades Pat McAfee's show before WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that, I mean, they still could. It it's airs this week. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something and then maybe they showed it on SmackDown. I think that's a good call by you. That's something I wouldn't be surprised if they did. That's actually a very good call. Um, I'm good I'm good every once in a while, like a, like a broken clock. On that note, we're going to move on because I ain't going to give you credit for that. We have a match that is going to be super hot fire. Triple threat tag team match for the Raw tag team titles. We have RK Bro defending against the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. These are three of my favorite tag teams in the biz right now. There's a lot of fun. There's a lot of athleticism. There's a lot of cool opportunity. I mean, we already there. We're doing the RKOs with the Street Profits. You know Montez is going to take a dozen more. Montez and Gable may have a who takes the best RKO off in this match, which is exciting. You have the best hot tag in the biz, Angelo Dawkins. You have Otis. Ooh, yeah. Best, best effect in the biz. Yeah, best 100%. Boom, I like that. And then, of course, you have all the other Riddle and Randy nonsense. Yeah. Um, I think that the RK bro is going to retain. I do think a heel Street Profits will beat them eventually. I just think that uh, the Alpha Academy are in this match to take a pin and kind of get their moment for showing the work they've done, but they're there to take a pin. So give me RK bro. You have set that up so more excitingly than I thought it could have been, but you are, like, super jazzed for this. I, I am so excited for this match. No, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with I have seven matches in my tier the one. Only, the, only, the only thing that would make this match better is if it was a ladder match, in my opinion. Oh my God. Think about oh. how high how high Montez would fly. Think about how ridiculous Gable would do a backflip. Think about Randy going, I'm not fucking going up there. You know what I mean? You're making me hot, Nestlemania. Yeah, seriously. Whew. Talk dirty to me, right? I, so that's the only thing I could think about, JC. But li- listen, the other thing that I want to say is we're going to win this motherfucker. When he said that last night at the end of Raw, I went... I fucking love Randy Orton. We're gonna win He's, this motherfucker! Like, oh, oh god, I love it. I love it. I, I, you, you, you fall in love with people all over again over years, over years, over years for different reasons. This, this iteration of Randy Orton. God, it's the closest thing we'll get to the real human being. This is the best baby face he's ever yeah. been yeah. because he hasn't tried to be one. And we've talked about his whole career, him being Terrible. such a natural hand, a better heel as a baby face, just not doing it. It's amazing what happens when you just like. It's the same thing with Brock Lesnar. It's like, just let these guys have fun and be themselves. People like, we gravitate towards genuine things. That's how I've like fallen in love with Bianca's character. But that's why we've also fallen in love with Randy and Brock in these iterations. This is just like, you can tell it's natural and it's genuine. And it's so much more fun to watch. Moving on. We got three left in this puppy. We do. We have three left in uh, Nestlemania. Oh, I clicked on NXT. I was like, my bad. But next up we have... In terms of in-ring singles, like this, this is this is a, a tier one mega match: Edge versus AJ Styles. This was a dream match that came to a lot of people's heads right when uh, Edge came back, 
AJ has had a lot of great matches at WrestleMania. I think this is going to be another one. I think that this this or the Drew Corbin match will quietly be the longest matches of the weekend. I know WrestleMania is licking his lips for this one because we finally have heel edge. AJ's amazing. This is a tough one to pick, though, because I think I'm going to pick Edge. That's where I'm leaning because I feel like it's that. But I think there's a good case for AJ, too, because I don't think AJ's really got anything up on Edge either. But again, this could be part one of a trilogy. So that's why I'm thinking I'm going to go Edge. I I literally started thinking to myself, and you're going to chuckle when I say this. I'm going to pick Edge because this is going to be the best wrestling match ever. And (laughs) we got WrestleMania Backlash next fucking month. So, like, you do that, right? So it's like... Edge, here's the thing. Edge has this new character so early that I feel like he needs a definitive win for it to make sense. AJ will be fine. Like, AJ will be fine no matter what he does. So I, I look at it that way. Like, I'm more intrigued. If he, if Edge loses, not much more intrigue. If he wins, I'm like, okay. Now what the fuck is he going to do? Agree. So I think that's why I look at it like that. AJ literally got buried alive at WrestleMania and was fine. Yeah. So he can he can take it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's been buried alive. He's, you know, he's, he's been omossed. He's done, you know, he does whatever. He, he, yeah. he, he, the guy can't, you, you literally, you don't want none. You literally don't want none. Well, Nestlemania, speaking of Omos, oh boy. he finally has a challenger. And I will say this, is that we kind of talked about last week how we kind of saw this coming. I believe uh, Lashley probably would have been your comeback this week. Oh, and yeah. it would have been a good one because it was something about watching Rome Omos frothing at the mouth of the rain after he literally beat the Viking Raiders in one move. That was, oh boy. That was tough. But the minute Lashley's music hit, oh. I got goosebumps. And then Lashley gets in the ring with Omos WrestleMania, and he looked tiny. Like, I used to laugh at how small AJ looked like next to Omos, but AJ is not that big of a guy anyways. Lashley is a hulk of a man, and Omos is just towering over him. And that's why I'm like, this you can't teach this with Omos. Like, you just can't. Like, this is why, like, it was just like with Braun. It's just like you just look at him. And then you see some of the things you can do. It's like, how does a guy that looks like that be able to do some of the things he does. I just like this match. It'll probably be short. It'll probably be sloppy. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> give me these two immovable objects. Just doing what they did on freaking Monday. Two big meaty men just slapping meat, man. Like, oh my God. I said that wrong, but it works. No, I know. Uh, but anyway, I, look, I was excited. The only thing that really sold me was that he got him down. He hit him with that shoulder tackle and he fell down, rolled back up right on his feet. And I went, motherfucker, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Like, I was so excited to see him. I was even, this is, this is the first time in my life I've actually wanted to see a baby face Bobby Lashley because the crowd loved it, right? And it takes, sometimes it takes a really good heel run for you to then be a baby face to be appreciated. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to with Bobby. We've appreciated him in the last year and change when he was doing that United States title and then eventually became the WWE champion and did such great work with MVP, the Hurt Business, all that stuff. And then kind of like re- invigorated it towards the end to here, you know, with the win over Brock and that all that whole thing worked out. But you can't you can't deny the fact that guy just works his tail off. So I just I'm excited for this. I'm gonna pick Omos because it seems like a logical choice. But if I don't think it'll hurt Omos if he loses though. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna pick Lashley. Um because wow. okay. we've seen the unbeatable giant so many times. I think it's a lot easier once you get past it, granted, Omos can go on a, this undefeated winning streak forever. But it's just one of those things. I feel like if he beats Lashley, that vaults him to a top title contender. I don't think he's anywhere ready for that yet. Whereas, honestly, this is an awesome return spot for Lashley because he had the injury when he won the title. It's nice to see him back. But I'm going to pick Lashley because I think that he's going to find a way 
to do it. I think because I think the nice thing about Lashley is his finish is a lock, so he can just choke him out. But I think part of the storytelling in the match is he's not going to be able to lock it in no Moss. And who knows? Maybe Omos wins this one. They fight again at Backlash, and that's when Lashley wins. But I'm just going to go out and let him take it here because I think if there is someone to give Omos his first loss so we can move on from that, Bobby Lashley is the perfect candidate. You're taking a lot of baby faces, baby. You really are. It's WrestleMania. It's baby mania, baby. Yeah. What is it not? It's always title changes and baby faces, baby. Point to the sign. Pyro. <laughs> baby face. Jobber mania. Uh, so look, yeah, let's move on to the big, the big, the big question here. Yeah, so the main event, and the, you people are probably saying, wow, GC, how is this not in your tier one? That doesn't mean it's not good. The lead-up's amazing, but in terms of in-rain, what am I going to see that I haven't seen from these two? To me, the whole point of this match is when that bell rings, Roman with his music playing, holding up both belts. That, to me, what this is all about, and that's why I'm excited for it. It's, it unfortunately goes in tier two because I think in terms of other stuff, there's so much there. But, I mean, that Roman promo on Monday was fucking a masterclass, as usual from him. The Brock one to kick off the show was fun. Like, these two guys are just clicking on all cylinders for what they need to be. This really is a true main event. We're going to look back and be like, wow, that really was a big main event. It kind of And Roman kind of laid it out perfectly for me, which really sold me on it, is like, this is kind of a culmination of their entire feud, like forever, because Brock's always beaten Roman at WrestleMania. So that's like the last cherry for him. But just throughout this feud, like the bobbing and weaving they've doing the story for the last however many years, like this finally feels like the book will be closed on the Brock Roman story, which means Roman has to win. I think that's the only way this story ends. I think we're obviously probably both going to pick Roman, but I, I would expect to see some fun storytelling in this. I would expect Heyman to get involved. But again, to me, it's all about what happens after the bell rings. The fireworks going off. Roman holding both titles with the Usos and Heyman behind him. That's just, I mean, I doubt we see The Rock coming out um, at tonight or on Sunday night because I don't think they need it. But that's what it's all about for me. It's, it's, this is, the, this is the, the definitive climax of the Roman reign. The Roman reign. See what I did there? Yeah, you, you, put, it up, you put it up beautifully. I, for me, I look at it like this. Brock Lesnar already became a United, like, unified champion when he helped, when he beat Cena at SummerSlam, like, you know, had the belts and then had a big stake in Brooklyn. Like, that's what he talked about. Yeah, I'm going to have a stake. Get on top of my wife and have a Budweiser. It, you know, he, that's what he says. Uh, but, you know, I think Roman Reigns needs this. This is a solidifying moment for him. He beats Brock, but it's also a definitive WrestleMania moment for him because I don't think he's... You can say last year he stacked him and he smashed him and he won definitively. I don't look at that match as a, as a WrestleMania-defining moment for, for Roman Reigns. I want to see him just have a defining moment in terms of, like, that's it. You know, and I think this is what it's going to be for, the you know, WrestleMania 38. So, you know, Roman, Roman deserves it. He's done yeoman's work for the rest of the year and basically making making tomato cans sometimes making the tomato cans looking good so he deserves it and honestly that red jumper uh that he wore on on on, on raw that whole outfit i was just like so good i gotta get me one of those like yeah he, he's the only one that can pull off a red with the air jordans like top to bottom it's just like he don't look like a tomato he looks like he looks like money show me money that's red blood money blood money exactly <laughs> So, you know, yeah, of course. I think that's it. We've done that. That's our, that's our WrestleMania thing. There you go. It only well, took uh, us an hour. All right. Yeah. But we do have a little more to hit on here. Uh, 
So I, I, we don't really need to spend much time on this, but we do have to pick uh, one match because it has stand and deliver uh, ramifications. But Tuesday night in NXT, we have Ivy Nile versus uh, Stratton. We have Legato versus Brooks and Jensen. We have Vaughn Wagner versus Bodie Hayward, the little uh, Chase University guy. Nikita Lyons in action. But the big one is the triple threat qualification match between Cameron Grimes, A-Kid, and... Who's the other one that lost? Oh, Roderick Strong. The winner become enters who? the ladder match. So uh, Nestlemania, who wins this match and A-Kid. moves on to send deliver? A-Kid, 100%. Really? A-Kid. A-Kid. They, so look at this way. Roderick Strong had his chance. Out, boom. Cameron Grimes had his chance. Mm, out. The other guy, A-Kid, just started, and they kept making a, a comment to him over and over and over again. I'll give you another shot. So for me, I think it's A-Kid because they think they have a lot of stock in A-Kid. So here's why I'm picking Cameron Grimes because your argument actually sold me on this. So... I think Grimes is due for the call-up. So his last hurrah is in this ladder match. But then Melo can come out on Tuesday and say he beat all those guys in the ladder match. None of them deserve it. And then A-Kid could come out, and there's your feud. So that's that's what I that's my reasoning. I mean, you might be right, because I think A-Kid's the second choice. But uh, I'm going to go with Grimes. And that takes us to stand and deliver WrestleMania. And we can start right with that match, because that match will probably kick off the show. It'll probably be super hot fire. The Fatal Five-Way ladder match for the North American title. This is how the NXT North American title debuted. was in a six-way ladder match. This one's a five-way. Carmelo Hayes defends against Grayson Waller, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and then, in your case, A-Kid, in my case, Grimes. Nestlemania, I expect Hayes to retain, but, man, I can't tell you how excited I am for this match. I love everybody except... You, well, you know. The, the, do you mean the, the the fucking biggest star in the world, Grayson Waller? Fucking stud. He's going to have the kaboom in this match. It's going to be awesome. I hope so. I hope he Grayson Waller is the human down. kaboom, baby. Oh, stop it. You don't think that. No, I don't mean like I don't mean like I mean like stays down and let someone else win is what I meant. Like I don't want. He's not going to win. It's it's actually he might be the second well, choice. Why is it why is it labeled that Grimes is already in this match? No, it says it says versus a kid or Grimes or Strawn. Okay, so what he has listed here is Hayes, so- Soya, so- Solo, Sequoia, uh, Waller, Grimes, and then question mark. Well, he's he has it wrong. It's okay. supposed to be Santos. Okay, Santos, the fresh maker. Santos is in it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on because I don't really care. You pick Mello? Oh, it's always Mello's money, baby. Yeah, you always pick the Massachusetts I, I, people. I've, I've, ah. Listen, I've called Mello's matches. I've had conversations with Mello. Mello's money, okay? I, I agree. Got, you want to talk? So you want to be? You want? You want to be a? You want to be a Sasha honk? I'll be a Mello honk for the rest of my life. That's fine. Okay. I've also met Mello. I've met both of them. Charming man. Charming. Yeah. Man. Good dude, I, I met him very. He was very young, actually. When he was, he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. Yeah. Oh, yes. Chaotic. Yes. Yes. He was the New so. England Thriller. Yes. Yes. Nestlemania, we have five more matches. Next up, we have what seems to be the swan song for Tommaso Ciampa, but he said he wants to go out in NXT on Hibs terms. Take it out. Hey, Tony D'Angelo. But for me, Nestlemania, Pete Dunn put over Tony D'Angelo and left. I think Ciampa's going to do the same thing. Ciampa's uh, laying down for the... for the fish fry, Tony D'Angelo. The fish fry. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be sleeping with the fishes tomorrow. I, I uh I I agree that Tony D'Angelo has to win this one. And if it's if it if it's Tommaso that wins, I don't know. I just it'd be, I, like, had, a, it'd be he, like a bow on his NXT. I think he's, he's on Raw on Monday. He, he's he's had, on Raw. He's had so many will he won't he's that I I'm I'm done. So I just I think he's on Raw on Monday. That's my bold take. You right there you go. Okay. There's my extra prediction. Uh we also have LA Knight taking on Gunza. Um, I think uh, Gunther will win this, and he's Gunther. probably going to beat the, beat the fuck out of LA Knight, but I'm excited to see it. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And Gunther's going to be like, let me slap you. Yeah. Gunther. Everybody picks I, Gunther. 
It's a great man. It's fun to say his name. It is, it is so fun. Bully people were outraged. They changed Walter to Gunther. Walter some, Walter's a kid that you throw your lunch at. Gunther yeah. is somebody that you hang out with because you know he's going to hurt people. Thank you. There Gunther. you go, Ness. There you go. You sold it. Yeah. Any doubters should listen to exactly what you just said. I don't say that often, so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, next up, we have a fatal four-way match for the NXT Women's Championship. Always in the shine, Mandy Rhodes. Defends against the youngster, Cora Jade. The GOAT, Io Shirai, and the underrated Kaylee Ray. Um, I'm looking at this. I mean, it was originally a one-on-one one match. Then Io and Kaylee won the uh, Dusty Cup. A swerve. They swerved into this match because they realized, like, shit, we probably don't want seven matches. So we're just going to throw them there. It'll protect Cora a little more. But uh, I think Mandy's going to retain because it's a fatal four-way. Wow. Yeah. Mandy Rose. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and think, I think Cora J is going to win. I if it was one on one, I'd think that, but I think they I might think, delay. Well, it. we don't need EO to win. I think it'd be EO great needs to go to the main roster. Right. I need to see EO versus Sasha. I need EO versus Bailey. I need EO versus Charlotte. I need EO, like I need all these matches. Call her up for the love of God. She's not getting any younger, right? No, EO Oscar. God, come on. There's so many matches. I forgot about Oscar. I forgot about Oscar. She'll be on Raw or SmackDown after oh Mania. Sure. Her, Bailey, Lacey—they're all candidates. Oh my God! Alexis returns. So I'm so she's excited. She's just tweeting about how she's not being used. I'm so excited for these. These are my faves. Yeah. So you're going Cora. I'm going Mandy. Oh, I just typed up. in. Sorry, I just typed in Cora for you. Whoops. No, I took Mandy. I know. Of course, you triple did. threat tag. Of course, I did. there you go. That's the one where you can say that I always pick Mandy because I do. Triple threat tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Imperium defend against MSK and the Creed Brothers. I mean, I just I think we're on this Creed Brothers road <laughs> that the Creed Brothers are going to win. Yep, get on the uh, uptidy whitey train, folks, because here they come. I don't understand it, but uh, they're like they're like if they multiply Jack Swagger times two. That's what they are. Yeah, they, they just they make no sense, but they're fun. I don't in a week. They, 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 they're they're over, man. They're over. Like we've been bashing them since their debut. But I said to you, I'm like, this team someday we're gonna see the light on it, and I think it's happening sooner rather than later because it's just like yeah, there's something about them. There's like, just something about there's them. a there's a very Jack Swagger mentality. I just don't yeah. know what it is. And Swagger was really fun for a while yeah. until he wasn't. Yeah. These guys are along those lines. They're gonna be really fun until they're not. But they're for now, fizzle. they're champs. Yeah, and I. This match could change possibly too, um, with what happened with uh, what's been happening on the internet. But we'll see what happens. Uh, as for now, I think either way the Creed Brothers are winning. We move on now to the main event of NXT. That is a singles match for the NXT Championship. Dolph Ziggler against Braun Breaker. I mean, this originally I was thinking that this was just going to be Dolph putting Braun over in a good match here, and Braun continues NXT reign. But now I'm beginning to really think that Braun might just be freaking. On the main roster for Raw after Mania. So this is a tough call in WrestleMania. I'm curious who you're taking. I'm going to pick with Braun here because I feel like they they haven't put him in a, a... He just got it and then he just lost it. So I feel like there was no reason to give it to him if he just lost it and not have a championship. Like, Unless Dolph, he's just going to be on Raw. That's the right, only reason. Right, and I just... I, I'm not... I just don't think he's there yet. Like, for me, as a fan, like, I, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy still? Like, so he has a lot more to show me and I think that Braun needs to have his, like big moment because maybe that that's what they think. He needs to have that big win in front of a big crowd. So I, I'm I'm gonna look at it that way. Braun Breaker wins because it's a celebratory thing. And he can celebrate with his with his you know his his dad and his uncle and it'll be a big deal. 
I cannot wait for that in the Hall of Fame. I normally don't watch the Hall of Fame, but I watch. He's got like tennis balls for biceps, for crying out loud. It's ridiculous. I hope hope Braun gets to be part of that because that's a good way to imagine. Imagine if Braun Breaker comes out with the big booty daddy. Or imagine if he comes out with his. Imagine if they come out with like the chainmail thing that he had over his head. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That'd be hysterical. And it does yet. If you hear me. Yeah, no, I just, I can't. You know how I feel about the Steiners, and oh I've always felt about the Steiners. So I just like that's the big reason why I'm high on this kid. But uh, in this scenario, I am going to. This is going to be the one where I flip flop because I thought all I was picking oh. Braun, but I'm going to pick Ziggler to retain. I really am. Wow. Um, because move, I think, Cotton. yeah, I think Braun's. I think Braun's called up, whether he's ready or not. I think he's up. So uh, give me Ziggler in the shocker. That crowd is not going to be. That crowd's going to be mild at best. <sighs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. So but WrestleMania, we quickly are going to piss through AEW here because we got through the weekend. But on Dynamite this week, we have FTR in the Gun Club, Darby versus Andrade. Then we have an Owen Hart women's qualifying tournament match between the Bunny and a debuting AEW star. So please give me Athena, Tegan, or Tony. But who knows who it will be? I think Tony's making too much money other ways. Yeah, I mean... Uh, AEW allows you to have OnlyFans, so she well, could easily sign there. She doesn't have OnlyFans. She's got a she lot has of all fans. the fans. She's, all she's got fans. all the fans. Yeah. Uh, so she has that. Uh, Tegan would be fun. I think Tegan slightly. Nixon Newell was her name now, for those of you who don't know. What That's her. It? Nixon Newell. That was Nixon the name she, she came in with, and then they obviously changed their names in WWE. But so the think, artist formerly known as Tegan Knox. I feel like that's harder to say, so I feel like she should find something else because that's harder to say. Athena, I'm in. Let's do it. I think she would. Athena would automatically make. She's a better candidate for me. She here's the thing, and this is why I don't want to dump on the AEW people, but like, there are the women's division. If you grab the women from WWE and put them in the AEW women's division, that division will be stoked. Like, hundred oh, percent. Like Athena yeah. as that champion makes perfect sense. She's a wrestler's wrestler. She's not an entertainer. It works perfectly. I agree. I agree, and she, because, I mean, if you aren't familiar with her, just watch her NXT run, because I, I was a huge fan back then. I was all about her. I thought she translated to the main roster, then she had that devastating injury and never really got a chance after that, which was a shame, but I think I think she could be someone who could be top tier in AEW, and she's already teased the feud with Jade, so I want to see that. And uh, WrestleMania, then on Rampage, we have the House of Black taking on Fuego Del Sol and Dark Order in the absolute drizzling shits match of the week. Can we put this on the worst match of the year category? Yes, 100%. Boom, done. Are you kidding me? Like, House of Black, they've done nothing interesting with them, and now they're putting them against the ultimate tomato cans every week. It's like, what are we doing? Well, hey, how dare you talk very badly about Fuego Del Sol? That man had a great promo. A great promo. on. (laughs) Hey, you know what? He's lost every match he's ever been in except for, like, one, so. Oh, well. I just. Too many cooks. (sighs) Too many cooks, bud. I am excited for Andre, uh, Andre, Andrade and uh, Darby. Darby. I think that'll be fun. What about, so the only other thing I think to talk about is that uh, MJF confirmed the pinnacle is still a thing now that they got rid of that big idiot Wardlow, um, who's, you know, MJF has done a great job smearing his name on Twitter. <laughs> I will say that. It How makes you uncomfortable Wardlow to read. tell him to do that, you know? Yeah, so, but it's uh, MJF, Sean Spears, and FTR, but there's some people with a conspiracy theory going around, and I think our boy Dom's one of them, is that uh, MJF's going to kick out FTR and replace him with the gun club. If he does that, I'm out of the pinnacle. I'm out. I'm out because I don't want to see that. The Pinnacle has four of my favorite wrestlers in the fucking world. And if you're going to kick out two of them for the fucking gun club, get it out of my face. Out of my face. Imagine the gun club. I'm, like, I think they, they like, so the, was it Colton is the smaller one? 
I don't even know. Don't Whoever care. is the smaller one has a, has a better personality for sure. Can't stop talking. Great, great look. The taller one is more like his dad. Super athletic. Doesn't talk very much. So I, but yeah, there's nobody better. Nobody better than FTR. So and if, if they get Bret Hart, you can't put Bret Hart in a stable with MJF. So I get that. Oh God. Are you going to be able to tolerate Bret Hart and the FTR together? Are you going to be able to? Are you going to be okay? okay. My, the main, I mean, look at I've I, Bret Hart isn't my favorite, and that's oh, mainly because I'm such a big HBK guy. But getting to know you even more just made me like, well, I'm really all in on hating Bret because oh, I know wow. how much he means to you. So, wow. But no, it's. I mean, I here's the thing about Bret. I respect the fuck out of him. Like, I think he's incredible. But he always fucking annoyed me because he was a whiny little bitch. And I'm Team HBK to kick that motherfucker in the face. Brett screwed Brett in WrestleMania. But no, him and FTR, I think it's really, it would actually be really yeah, cool. Yeah, but so you're taking one of your favorite tag teams and you have to be managed by somebody that you're going to hate. It's just... Yeah, whatever. You're going to be okay? You know, what the pinnacle, you know what the pinnacle should do in WrestleMania? If you want to go all in on the JC faction is you keep the four that you have and you add Miro. And oh my God, you have the ultimate. If JC invented a team in AEW, it's those five guys. So there you go. There's a mini hope for you. He doesn't fit at all in there. No, of course not. Because he's way too alpha to be like a sidekick or anything. But oh my God, you talk about my heart. My heart would be pumping louder. You're a terrible human. Uh, so, are you excited for the Hall of Fame before we wrap this up? I mean, like, I feel like Undertaker's cool. Steiner's so, will be a fun speech, I guess. Especially I if he does the math. I'm not the big Hall. I've never, like, I usually don't watch the Hall of Fame unless if you tell me to watch something. Yeah. So, I, the Mark Henry I watched and I fucking cried and I loved it. That's probably my favorite Hall of Fame thing ever. But if, if people tell me something is good, I watch it. But... I won't probably not watch it live. If Scott Steiner speaks, I will watch no matter what. Oh, yeah. I can tell you that right now. If Braun Breaker intros them, I will watch no matter what. But I've also heard a thing that the Hall of Fame, the Undertaker might be the only speech, and the other ones might be like recorded messages or something. So I'm curious. It's not starting until like 10 o'clock. So it's not, I don't think it's going to be like a regular Hall of Fame, but we'll see. But I will say this if Scott Steiner speaks, I will watch. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Is there anything besides WrestleMania that you're looking forward to between now and then? I mean, everything Raw, we talked about. I'm excited for NXT. That ladder match, man. Okay. And, of course, the Fatal 4-Way women's match. I'm fanning myself. That's, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. There's a the lot. rest of it, though, is kind of, I mean, the matches will be good, but I'm not, like, jumping out of my chair for the other four matches. But. I think we're going to have a good no. time. It's a good week. It's I'm like, excited. It's, it's a Christmas lot of week. wrestling. It's Christmas yeah. week. And especially, you know, our, you know we're going to get Briscoes versus your boys FTR and the Supercard of uh, Honor and all that stuff, so that'll be fun what to watch. What day is that? That's, uh, I believe, Friday night. So. Oh, man. I, I probably will have to try to find that. I'm not I'm not a biggest Briscoe guy. As I saw some of them when I used to watch Ring of Honor here and there. They're not, they don't do much for me, but do we think FTR is going to beat them? No. Because it's, it's been... Not, but not, the, it's been rumored that Tony doesn't want the Briscoes in AEW. So what would make him want them still in Reign of Honor? Have the FTR he win the title? Doesn't want them in AEW. He can keep them. He can keep them down there. True. You know that's true. But and I mean they have gone. They have done everything they can do to try to apologize for the reason why they're not wanted in AEW. But you know who knows how forgiving he is. Well, he's still got it's other tough, people. It's employed. a tough thing to come back from when you make comments like that. He, in my opinion, he has so. other people employed, so it just depends. I, I agree. Critical, but there's know. levels. There's levels to the game, though, and I think theirs was, theirs was tough. I'm excited. I think this is a lot of fun. I'm not gonna be able to catch up with any of us. Like I'm, I'm gonna be on overload. My poor family's yeah. gonna be like, Where, "Where's Daddy?" But uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. 
Uh, so yeah, just for this weekend alone. So I apologize to my family in advance. Uh, but anyway, I hope you, everybody that listens to the Jobber Knocker, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we hope you have a great WrestleMania week, and we'll be back next week with more Jobber Knockery. Holla if you hear me!